Welcome to Dragon Shit Crazy Podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Harris, and the author of Dragon Shit Crazy. I get asked every day why the title of Dragon Shit Crazy. Well, I wanted to wake up everyone to what is truly going on in our modern day life. I finally know now of the second most important relationship we have is with our significant other. The first is with ourselves. My main purpose is to help find out and better understand the wonderful dynamics of what makes a man masculine and what makes a woman feminine, and why we even have this natural dynamic. When we find out how wonderful we both are, wonderful magical dynamics we never thought could happen for us in our relationship starts to happen. I will have on the show guests of all walks of life on what makes us tick as females and males. No more starving our mates for what we both truly need from our mates each and every day. It is life-changing, world-changing, and it's fun and exciting. If you're ready to let down your guard for just an hour or so, you will start to look at your mate in a whole different light. Oh, one other thing. Yes, we will get into sex on every level. Curious? Well, you should be. Let's get started. All right, this is our first podcast with Rochelle. All right, say hello, Rochelle. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jeff. How are you doing? We're today? doing great. Thank you so much for taking the time and letting me in your home. It's great to have you here. It's been fun. Now, to start with, what I always like doing is give, give me a bit of a history what brought you here as far as your professional. Oh, wow. So I started out what do I want to do when I grow up? <laughs> Who do I want to be? Where do I want to take this? And I realized I loved people. So I got into human resources Okay. and I started into, you know, some accounting and payroll and then I got into HR and I was actually working corporate in, in the military, in the aerospace, uh, manufacturing defense, um, area. And then I moved into, that was in California. And then I moved over to Virginia and I was working in contractual for the military. Um, in finance and some uh, you know negotiations and contracts and budget analysts and all of that and then I moved back to California and I just was looking for more HR jobs trying to find myself and I bumped into uh, my first stage into the entrepreneurial um, area which I <laughs> I tell myself I'm unemployable now because I just I love it I love the, the ability to be able to help people, inspire people on a much wider scale. See, when right. I was in HR, I really liked the fact that I could bring people in and assimilate them into the organization and okay. help them and engage with them and just uh, make a difference in their stay at, at our place of employment and, you know, help them with their training and do all, I, I did a little bit of everything, events, HRIS system, training development, employee relations, and, um, you know, benefits and on-hire on boarding, recruiting, and a little okay. bit of everything. But then once I realized um, I got into entrepreneurial space as actually into multi-level marketing um, with a company called Arbon, it's a health and wellness and uh, just basically a health and wellness product line. And it's just about all about feeling your best self, looking your best self with more of, of a clean product per se. And 
I realized that I could really impact a lot more people and help them with their health and also make a difference and help them make some, you know, uh, some money, however much right. money they want to make. So I actually have my own website of um, products that Arbonne has made and I actually, I sell those products to people that buy them online from me directly from Arbonne. And then I actually have, I get sales commissions from them and I actually have a team of people that I help and I coach to do the same thing that I do. So we kind of create like a, a unity, a bonding, a community, which I've always loved. You know, and then also, like I said, more of a of an ability to reach and inspire more people on a much bigger scale. Because my it, my time was it was limited. My scale was limited when I was in HR. I could only help so many people. But with what I'm doing now, I can reach many people, and we're actually in six countries. So that's actually how I um, met you, pretty much, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, we met through our good friend Jackie. Uh, yes, we did, yeah, yeah. and, and I, I've since then gotten into some of the little um, investment deals here and there along the way. I realized that um, I'm, I'm much more entrepreneurial than I realized I was in the beginning. I was a little bit afraid, and I, it's funny, it brings me back to this conversation. When I was in the HR area, I and mean, I had left that military contractual thing from Virginia, and I had talked to one of my spiritual advisors, and she had said, I was talking to her about this, you know, this position and into the, it's pretty much like an entrepreneur because I don't have, it's like a business in a box. It's like, not like, I don't have the overhead. I don't right. have any of that. But I talked to her about it and I'm like, what do you, what do you feel about this? And she said, actually, Rochelle, this is it right up your alley. You are, you are not meant to be, you know, tied down and you're meant to, to think bigger and impact a lot of people. You, this is you, your spirit is calling and this is your introduction and I was like wow <laughs> so I, I, I said yes I jumped in and I had been doing this for over um, seven years now and it's been great I actually I'm pretty driven when I say I want to do something and I you know you are you're always driven <laughs> <laughs> I find a way if there's not a way to make something happen and I usually get what I want but in always in a loving way and I mean by helping others is what it's a joke I always get what I want right but I I think that um, I'm very passionate. That's that's where I come from when I say that. Very very passionate about just living my best life and, and helping people, inspiring others to their greatness as well. Because you can be, do, or have anything you want in this life. So I actually did that, and I just kind of went fast. I had a yeah. I got to the third level of management out of four. You know, in, in right. so VP level, and I was pretty excited about that and everything. So that kind of led me to that space and then I was in California now I'm in Arizona which uh, I'm, I love it here and I'm the oven the otherwise known as the oven it's hot <laughs> it's out there today 112 it really feels the same because <laughs> it's like a dry now on a personal note you should see uh, Rochelle's house it is beautiful She's got a very well decorated, very professional, very homey, and very feminine. Very, I lo love, just love being here. I hate leaving. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. I, I invited you actually to stay, um, you know, whenever you want to. You're, you're, there's an extra. I'm going to take you up on it. It's a beautiful home. It's <laughs> yes. a beautiful home just off a golf course. So, thank you're you. an up and coming uh, entrepreneur. All right. What, if you could go back in time, knowing what you know now, 
All right. When did you start realizing you had something different than the average girl next door, per se? There's a couple times in my life when I think about this. When I was really young, when I was like, you know, a teenager, even younger than that, and I went out of my way to to find a special gift for people. I was always very thoughtful, and I put my whatever I do, anything I put my heart into it, and that could be like people say, oh yeah, that's just a you know a saying, that's what you do, but that's really what I do, and I didn't realize I was different than anybody else until that moment when um, I realized that people don't really reciprocate that, and that was just one way. Like I, I'd give the best, beautifulest, most perfect gift for somebody. And I was all excited to have them get excited about it. And then the reciprocation wasn't there. Not that I did it or I gave for the reciprocation, but I realized in that moment when I had a conversation with my mom and I was I was hurt, a very sensitive person at a young age especially. And my mom said, but you, you keep doing this and you don't get anything back and then you get hurt. And I said, and my mom said, you know, people aren't like you. People, everybody is different. And I didn't realize people were different. I was kind right. of unique and different in that. Uh -huh. But I decided in that moment, I said, no matter how much I'm going to get hurt, mommy, I'm going to always give from the heart that I have. And I'm never going to change the person that I am. I also realized that in some relationships. And I got hurt and hurt and hurt. And I just kept being the person, the bright, shining star with that loving heart giving, because I knew one day someone would really, really appreciate that. Um, so I wasn't gonna diminish who I am because I know that one day my guy, that's who's gonna get, you know? And I'm never gonna get tainted in that way either. Another um, uh, time that I realized that when I was working in HR, and I'll never forget, um, my boss said something very profound to me. But before that, I'll, I'll mention, like, I was the nice HR girl, right? I was in the office, and I was always just the, like, they're like, people would say, HR is supposed to be mean, unapproachable, just, you know, right. like, you're, mm -hmm. you're different. And, but I was very, always in alignment with integrity, as sweet and as nice as I could be. I remember this one guy passing, and, he's, and, and there was literally a reduction in force, layoffs happening, right in front of my office, people being escorted. And he comes in, and he goes, Michelle, what's going on? Are people getting laid off? And I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I was always, I've always had a very big, so heart, integrity, and this is what my boss said. Very driven too, because the time that I, uh, I got my degree, my bachelor's degree, I walked right in there with all my facts in line, and I said, okay, what do we got next for me? Where's my promotion? Where's my increase? <laughs> I'm like, I'm ready. <laughs> I walked right into my boss's office and told him what I wanted. And I'm not afraid to do that. But he had told me this. He said, you know what, Rochelle? I can teach anybody how to do this job. He was, you know, executive VP of HR. He's like, I can teach you how to do my job. I can teach anyone how to do my job. But what you have inside of you is immeasurable. No one can teach anybody that. It's priceless. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> he said, you have a zest. You have a, a drive, a, a spirit that's just full of energy and light and love. And just you you, you, you show up, you know, and, and you exude that into others. And that's an excitement that just can't give someone. And I always held on to that. And I was like, you know what? You're right. And I would just take that in, you know. Um, 
So that those are three. How old were you at that time? At that at that time, I was um, probably about thirty something. Yeah, I was yeah thirty something maybe. Okay. It was just it was a great job for me. That that career was really. Um, I I got my degree through that process as well. My last part of my degree, and I really grew a lot. But I learned a lot more about myself. Right. So the heart, the integrity, and the just the the the, the spirit, and you know, just passion and then aliveness and energy. And I've, and I've realized a lot throughout my life that I am, I am different. I am different. It doesn't mean other people are, you know, wrong or off or, you know, it's just, it just makes what makes the world go around. But I, I embrace that. Oh, no, it certainly does. Instead of, you know, you know, I'm different, you know, and I've learned a lot. <laughs> Interesting as being an entrepreneur, uh, you, you learn a lot more about people sometimes that you than you ever really want to know <laughs> about them. You learn um, that even more so that people are they can be uh, can be mean. You learn a lot about getting rid of the sensitivity and not to take things personal because it's really it's not about you. It's about just is that just business or life in general? Life in general, absolutely. Someone says no to you, or somebody walks away from you, let them walk away. And you know, because that energy, everything is meant for a reason. And when they walk away from you, it's actually your blessing. You've learned the lesson, learn the lesson, get moving on. I feel that everyone that enters into your life is there for either a reason or, or a lesson. I always like to have people identify their love language. Mm. I spring in on this, that's how I like to work. I love it. <laughs> what is your what is your love language? I take my I, hair down for this, huh? <laughs> um, I think. Uh, actually, all of them. <laughs> I, I seriously do, do love and appreciate all of them. I will talk about, um, I definitely knew my love language when I was younger um, was gifts, was number one. Yeah, I would say that, definitely. Generosity like that to me, because I have a really big, generous heart, and I give, and I, and I, and I feel appreciated when someone gives back to me. Um, but I think that it's also, um, as I've gotten older and sometimes shifted, it's acts of service. Is really, you okay. know, like knowing somebody's here. I'm here right. for you. I got your back. You know what I mean? And, and, and helping me um, with things that, you know, um, just knowing someone's here for me. Um, let's see. Then there's, yeah, I think uh, the words of affirmation. But... More so, um, I mean, quality time is nice too, you know. I mean, physical touch, like, I can fall in love spiritually with someone, right? Mm -hmm. And not have to have the physical touch to be, to, to have love and to feel Do you really need to have a real connection with somebody? Absolutely. Before physical touch comes into the... Yes, on absolutely. A, on a romantic basis. To, to knowing what I know now and what I've experienced now... Um, yes, it, it makes it all the difference in the world. Have I had it without a connection? Absolutely. And my love language, it, you know, it shifts as like definitely physical touch. It's like since I've experienced love without physical touch, absolutely none. That one to me is like, you know, shallow. It's less than I love. I, I, I am a, I am PDA all the way around. Like I will, you know. I want to touch and hold hands and kiss in public. 
you know, demonstration of affection. That's all about what I'm about. I love that. So your love language primarily now is acts of service. You think. I so, think. I, okay, <laughs> I pick up, we, we've dated three times. Let's say we've been on fun, three fun dates, all right? Yes. And I was sitting down, I really want to get to know you better. And I'm thinking your love language is acts of service. But I'm thinking after your stories, it's more gifts that are really important to you. I love gifts, yeah. I just, I love um, thoughtful hearts. I think is what it is. Yeah, like show that someone's thinking about me, you know, and that will go out of their way to do something. That's and I've noticed when we go up, when we, the last time, or <laughs> on this night, you've really enjoyed having me hold your hand in front of everybody, put my arm around you, that type of thing. You enjoy that? Yes. So PDA is very important to you. PDA is Like I said, I think an, an, I'm an unusual person. I think I, I need them all. <laughs> So PDA, public uh, display of affection, is the same as the acts of service for you? No. It's not? No, actually. Okay. No, because that is, um, I mean, that, the, the physical touch mm -hmm. is, is through how I feel that the most is through the spiritual connection, the energy. I, guys are a dime a dozen who want to touch me. Who want to? Now, if any, what? You know, kiss now, me, most everybody, if you haven't seen Ro Rochelle, she is just strikingly beautiful. In fact, you did modeling that one time. Yes, I did. You should have stayed in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, thank you so much. I'm gonna actually go back to it. That's one of my goals, and you can be, do, or have whatever you want. Like I said, so uh, thank you. Appreciate that. I and so when I'm thinking about it, yeah, that's my lap because anybody can try, you know, and. When I am in love and all that, then I'm craving, I want to touch and I want to feel that spiritual connection through the physical touch. But other than that, like if you don't, if, if we don't vibe and if I don't have that connection from you, none of it matters. Although, even if there's no connection, if you're good, if you bring me gifts, if you're really thoughtful, you're generous with your heart and your thoughts and your, you know, time and time, space, money, everything um, mm -hmm. to me. That means the most. And that also goes into quality time. So if you think about it. So mine is like, you know, when you're generous with your your heart, you know, right. you're giving love. Okay. When you're generous with your your resources, meaning your, you know, obviously your money, but your talent as well, which you can, you know, what you can do and what you can give. And then also um, your your time, which is another resource. So that's quality time. So when I get, the more I get from somebody, the more that I feel that they're invested in me. That all kind of ties together with the gifts of service and, I mean, acts of service and gifts and quality time. I feel all the resources from someone because that's how I am. When I'm like there for someone, I'm 100 and, you know, 200% like there. I wanna make sure somebody's feeling me and all of that. And then, the connection, though, above everything else now that I've learned as I've gone along in my life, the spiritual connection is number one. Um, and then the physical touch is amazing. But I'm not a person that's just going to, you know, go uh, have intimacy or, you know, have sexual relations with somebody who I can't be intimate with. Intimacy, intimacy see, is very important to you. Uh, 
yeah, absolutely, connection and intimacy. I don't need sex unless I have feelings and really care about someone at this stage of the game. To expand the relationship. I've always been like that. I've, I, mm-hmm. Now, particular, the, very, the yeah. premise, the main premise of Dragon Shit Crazy, all right, yes. is it, as in business, okay, the customer, it doesn't matter what you think as the business owner, it matters what the customer thinks. Mm-hmm. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. All right. So in the dragon shit world, crazy world, females are the customer. Does that make sense? See, that's why we just connect so well. Yeah. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So what I came to realize, mm-hmm. all right, after going through 30 years of marriage and being divorced, what I realized is you guys as females feel as God feels. You're closer to that vibration than as males we. Yes, we tend Would to you agree more, with that? We tend to be more spiritually, um, yes, uh, advanced or connected. Like in business, you go into a business relationship for what the other, per- the other person brings to the table. Mm-hmm. Okay, for just for terminology's sake. Oh, how, it's how you work together, <laughs> too, right? Well, it's what you bring, you bring to the... You bring in both together yes. in your... Yeah, it's just a business term. In other words, what do you... What, why are we here? Mm-hmm. So in a relationship, in a romantic relationship, it's what the other person brings that you need. And we do need something from the other person. Otherwise, why bother? Because they are, relationships are work. Mm-hmm. They do take effort and compromise and understand a great deal of understanding. Yeah, and then what I've realized, if you're not working towards, you know, always doing something nice and sweet and working towards it, um, then you're, it's just like in business, right? Mm-hmm. You're, you're, if you're not moving forward, then you're not, you know, you're staying still or usually moving backwards. So your relationship starts to deteriorate, to deteriorate. And then, you know, you can even get into this pattern of, bad words coming out, disrespect happening, no love, and then right. your love, hate, borderline, and you're done. And you can't get that back. Now, for information for everybody else, Rochelle and I have been friends when we first started talking. Oh, okay. End of September. year now? Oh, okay, maybe, yeah. Yeah, of last year, 2019. Is that right? So, <laughs> we've been friends and we've done some business together on other items, and uh, we became really good friends. So at least I feel that way. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. We get on the phone and we can't get off of what was four hours one night. Like, I know. At two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I'm like, no, I can't call Jeff right now because I don't have five yeah. hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't tell yeah, just text me so we so somewhere along the line, no, okay, That's I gotta go. That one time you're like, just call me, you're like real quick. And I'm like, okay. There's no real quick. And when we get on the phone, I'm like, okay, I got it. I only have a minute. <laughs> it's a good thing. But the premise is, as females, you guys feel as God feels closer. You have a closer vibration mm-hmm. than as males, as males we do. Okay? Than as males. All right? So you're the customer, and we're here to understand your world first. As males, we have three functions. Our f- primary focus, our first function, is as warriors. And that warrior is to protect your feelings at all costs, first and foremost. Our feelings come second. 
than to yours. See, like, where were you? Do you agree with that? Yes, do you like absolutely. that premise? Like, if you could have not, well, no, everything happens the way it's supposed to. I agree with that 100%. And the way that I, if I can just interject, the way that I feel love, true love, and where I can really respect my man, I'm a four in numerology. I need to feel security in my love, security on all levels. And then guys need to feel respect. Absolutely, 100%. I need to be with a man that I can hands down respect. His energy, he's gotta be stronger than me. He's gotta be there, you know? And I'm not talking physically, obviously. A guy's gonna be physically stronger, but I'm talking like, I can rely on this guy for everything. And he can put me in my place gently, but not that he would, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. I need a guy that can handle me, basically, because I, I am a lot to handle. I, I've got, you know, I've got high energy, I've got big dreams and goals, and some guys can get intimidated by that. So I need to feel protected, you know, in, in every single way. I need to feel like um, secure. I need that to feel that I'm, you know, taken care of and that we are building something together. I think all of these things, when you, the, the warrior, exactly what you talked about, the warrior is there to, you know, you know that the guy can take a bullet for you or jump out or do whatever he needs to do. That's the guy that I can like, oh, I'm yours. <laughs> you know what I mean? I will right? respect, the, I will kiss your feet. I mean, I would do anything for my guy. That's just, that's what it's at for me. But, you know, part of the, the thing in my, in my, um, my last marriage was just like, there was none of that. I could, and also it's not just the warrior comes with, you know, trusting someone. Um, being able to communicate, having that intimacy, you know, and it's like, what's going on in behind your two ears and between your ears, your, you know, your eyes? Like, I never freaking knew. And it was like, huh, I, I don't trust this. And I'd find out things after I never felt safe. That's the key word. You know, you feel safe, which is like your body, your mind, your spirit, your everything. You can just release yourself to that man, your warrior, as you say. Now, okay. you've been married twice. Twice. Okay. Officially, yes. Officially. <laughs> yeah, <I'd say> that. <laughs> the first time was, I mean, uh, four week, four months, I guess it was. Yeah. It was a wedding. I call it my beautiful wedding. Okay. And, you know, that's what I did. My second one was really, we were married for seven years. What was the attraction with you to him? The first one, mm -hmm. honestly, um, I had been single for a while. I trying to figure things out. He wooed me and um, our second date, he took me to New York, Waldorf Astoria. Our third date, he took me to like across Europe or something. We, we did like all these things. Is that when you were modeling? Too? He was a pilot. No, I was modeling before that. Okay. Uh, he, on our first date, he's like, so what did you say you wanted for Christmas? A Louis Vuitton? Which bag did you want? And, you know, how big of a diamond do you want? I mean, like, he was just, I was like, huh? <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. This guy's like, he has a generous heart. And he had, I, I mean, I saw that with his time, his energy. He was very loving. He was very sweet. He was very nice. Um, but we just, we didn't. We, we didn't really mesh at the end of the day. I let it woo me, and then it was all about the wedding, and then it was just a Cinderella story, and, you know, good guy. I talk to him still to, to this day. Really? Yeah, every once in a while. He's, uh, he's married. So the gifts were, he, he impressed you with some <laughs> nice gifts. 
yeah. I was like, he, he, you know, and uh, there you go. He right? sold it. He closed it. Yeah. He, yeah. He went there with me, and then, um, and I just that just that happened. Yeah. Well, okay. So, what was the deciding factor to divorce him? I um, <laughs> we didn't we didn't have a marriage. It was uh, it, you know he actually we were living in Orange County where I was going to work. He was a pilot. He was on reserve, so he's like never worked. He just got paid for seventy hours. And he would want to go paddle tennis, playing paddle tennis. And he he was he it was hard for him to 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 um, commit to coming home and you know having dinner and this and that. We were fighting all the time, and I was I was irritated that I had made this decision and and he wasn't ready to be married. And I I mean I did try to my defense. I'd be like, aren't we supposed to like you know make dinner together and try to do this and communicate and. We just fought and fought and it just got worse and worse. And um, so then I, I, I saw this vision of this other guy that, you know, my my next um, husband, my second husband, I'm like, wow, this is what I really need, a family man, this, that. And I and I was just, I, I thought at that moment, because I'm really in tune with my spirituality and God and all of that, I'm very, uh, have an in-depth soul and I, I think about things a lot and I felt like God was bringing me this new man to show me this you know really was not this is not what marriage is about this is what marriage is about and we just kept fighting and everything me and my my husband at the time and I said well what do you what do you want to do and he's you know he said well we need to go our own ways I said okay effective right now I agree with you right now effective we're separated and then um, the divorce we couldn't get it annulled because it was you know we were both very sober and all of that. And then, yeah. And then I was pretty immediately into another relationship with my. But let's hold back. Do you think he really understood you, or did yes. you understand him? Oh no, we didn't understand each other at all. There was it was the fights. Um, I remember, yeah, I remember clearly. I was trying to explain to him, and that's a big thing, right? It's not just about trying to. I mean, at first when I was younger, I always just wanted to be understood. And I think that's obviously coming from, you feel like it's a self-centered place, right? But you just want the person to understand you so much. But I think it shouldn't be that hard when the person, the right person's with you, they will know your soul inside and out. They'll feel your vibe. They'll get you. But the more as I get, now it's not about that. I want to understand you as well. I want to know my man inside and out as I want my man to know. It's both ways. But I understood he wasn't ready. He was. He was like you know, um, wasn't ready for that yet. And um, I was ready for that, but I wasn't ready to make it be with someone that it wasn't for me. And so I'm grateful that I didn't go. We didn't go longer than four months. It was just. It was, you could tell real fast that what just wasn't meant to be. No, it wasn't. You didn't. You didn't understand. If you could put it in simple. I like simplicity as much as you can get. Oh, as fast as you can get it wasn't there. meant to be. You just plain didn't understand each other or get each other. Um, there was, yeah, well, there was more to it than that. The, the attraction, I think, was way more. Well, you so said you, you you still talk with him. Yeah, we were good, we're good friends. The attraction was much more on his side than my side, too. It wasn't really, I it didn't feel a connection and I didn't feel physical. So did you ignore... Something 
sounded like he, he did a good, really good job of wooing you. He wooed me and all of that, and that's what I kind of fell in love with, you know? And then, um, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, it's actually kind of sad on our wedding night, what happened. I don't know. I, Tell us. I, uh, it's, it's kind of sad, and I don't think, and I never let him understand this part or make him feel bad about it, but um, once the big celebration was over with the wedding, I, I call it my first wedding, it wasn't a marriage. Um, I was like, oh shit, what did I just do? Like, this is my husband now. I freaked, um, finished the celebration, went back to our, you know, <laughs> bridal suite hotel, ordered pizza. I flagged my brother and my best friend, made of honor to come on in. Come on in, have pizza. I was like fearful to be alone with him on my wedding night. I was like, oh my gosh, here we go. I was, I, I married for all the wrong reasons. I had incredible. It sounded incredibly impulsive. It was, it was just, it was swooed me away. And I don't He know. literally swept you off your feet. Yeah. And I, <laughs> and then I was, I just, yeah. Okay. Such okay. a big learning lesson. So what happened? Keep going. Well, After you that, just. Well, the second, you know, then I was with immediately, and this is another thing too, I was immediately into another relationship, which he became my husband. All my whole life, I've always gone from guy what to guy to attracted, guy. Well, well, what attracted you to him? He was the vision that I saw that was the family man that I wanted everything. You know, he was, he was successful. He had his stuff together. He was, I was, you know, I was attracted to him. I felt a good energy. I felt like there was something versus the other. Right. right? I was like, okay, this is it. And we did, um, we did have a connection. It was definitely a soulmate. We had a connection and then uh, we had the long distance relationship. But, you know, I, I'd always gone from guy to guy to guy. I never was a dater. I'd meet a guy, he'd say, let me, you know, I want to be your boyfriend. I'd say, okay. I always, just, they just kept asking me. I just kept getting hooked on every guy. So I've never had a chance to be alone with me and take time, you know, which I've done this last couple years. So what was... But I know you want to know about my ex first. Well, what was, what was the breaking point for you on that? Uh, you know, what I've noticed in marriages is um, with any separation or uh, between relationships is that it really takes what it takes before, you know, it it happens before it actually happens. It starts dwindling. So I, when I look into our marriage, it started even three years probably into it. it just, things just started like slowly, you know, fights, voices escalating you know, bad words that you can't take back on his side. Um, things that I did that, you know. So he would him. hurt your feelings. Oh, absolutely. And uh, the word I use is shred. Oh, it, 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 it crushed my heart. I, and then Cause I, was, I know I've done that before many times. He, 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 he couldn't control himself and that's how he would express it, you know? And I could never understand that language. Was it out of control or it was just really frustrated, do you think? He was frustrated. Yeah, he was frustrated. I was frustrated. He wasn't getting across to me and or getting what he wanted, right? I wasn't getting across to him and getting what I wanted. We just really didn't communicate well at all. And so then I'd want to fix it. 
No, 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 just stop, stop, stop. Say you're sorry. Okay, let's make it better. Say you won't do it again. Okay, let's have a good night. Let's watch a movie. Same stuff would happen again and again. And that started... So like he really didn't understand what was going on, why he was doing what he's doing. He couldn't... He could never understand me. Yeah. That's... That was a big... That was a big one for us. He, he thought it was someone that I wasn't. And I just feel like... Love is about seeing the best in someone, you know, and appreciating them and understanding them and loving them for everything they are. You know what I mean? Like like any quirks you have or anything like that. And um, we just didn't, yeah, we just couldn't understand each other. Our language was totally different. And uh, he he was the Scorpio as well. You know, I mean, and I know that there's two sides to everything. What was story. his love language? Their affection. Physical? Uh, physical affection. T t physical touch, yeah. Most generally, Guys, men's yeah. are <laughs> words of affirmation, praise, mm -hmm. and physical touch. And I gave him, I gave him all of that. And he did. He gave me acts of service. He's, he was a really, you know, he was a really good husband for, um, in a lot of different ways, you know, but in the other ways, it just... He just work. didn't understand you. Yeah, and and he would bite, you know, Scorpios. And I'm not saying this, you guys that are listening, that are Scorpios. Just, you know, it doesn't. <laughs> it's just like I would joke with him, and I'd say, "You're biting me," you know. <laughs> like five months would go by, and he would something would happen, and he'd be like, "Oh, see, you just did what? See, remember when I did that, and you got mad at mm -hmm. me or threw something in my face?" And I'd be like, "What are you talking about? Wow, are you bringing this up again?" we obviously need to like let's discuss this let's talk about what's hurting you and you know i would always want to talk about it and, and <laughs> it never yeah it never got it just never seemed to get resolved i think things just got kept piling up and getting pushed down under the surface to where that love hate now he stopped. couldn't he couldn't be vulnerable with you yeah yes no vulnerability i couldn't yes i couldn't trust Communicate because the communication, like I'd find things out later, or I'd find things out from his ex-wife, and I'd be like, "When were you going to tell me that?" Like, you're the closest person to me, you know, and I never knew what was going on, and I could, I don't, I didn't feel safe. I didn't see his vulnerability. Would you say he was an emotional idiot? Now, let me prephrase that because in the book I go into it. Emotional. What I've learned is an idiot. By definition, is somebody that thinks they know what they're doing, they just don't. All right. I, I, I don't think stupidity is to. having facts in front of you and ignoring them. Do you think he was just kind of an emotional idiot, that where he just didn't really know what he was doing? I, I, I think part of it. Yeah, I think he couldn't really. Um, then you add in he can't. He doesn't know how to be vulnerable because in the no, in our world, not. vulnerability. As seen as a complete weakness. I could see that when he when it was referring to his children, I could see some vulnerability at times. Um, but he sometimes had. I felt like he had his yeah. Like he felt like he had to have his guard up or something. He couldn't be really real with me. Like I needed. Like I just want to. You want to connect. Lay it all on the table. Oh, this is really who I Let's am. Let's connect. Um, another, you know big moment in our marriage when I knew it was just over. Um, 
when we, we used to just like all we could really do was watch movies together because that we either end up fighting or um, we could just watch a movie and be just you know in the bed watching a movie and be like okay this is something we can do and just at least try to enjoy ourselves so I always wanted to keep peace and just enjoy it even though the little the little voice was like this is not going to work this is not working you know um, and then I, I hear you saying that You'll give it your all, but you're not going to allow yourself to be cheated out of anything either. Yeah, and this is what I learned. This was a lesson that I learned. Is that a good... Absolutely. Am I listening? Because you, you see in my room, it says, never, ever, ever give yeah. up. And this is who I am. This is Rochelle. I never, ever, ever give up. Stop Okay, go ahead. Okay, and at, in this moment, we're sitting there watching the movie, and there's this romantic scene, and uh, I'm like, ah. <laughs> my hands are getting sweaty. I'm like, I want that. Why... This is what it's about, you know, like the passion, the just the, the just your body's lighting up, your being, emotions are lighting up. <laughs> being you and being just taken by your man and just like having the love connection, you know. And I just took a moment and I'm like, turn to him, and I go in my soft, sweet baby voice, you know. <laughs> I'm like, why don't you ever kiss me like that anymore? And before he could even turn to me, as I was saying that, I remember crystal clear, shit, you don't even want, you don't want him to touch, you don't want him to kiss you like that. I was saying that to myself. So basically, the intimacy was gone. That's why I'm saying the connection is so important for me, for the physical. Now we did the physical, it was duty call for both of us. We, you know, still did our thing, um, but the kissing, the kissing was gone. The intimacy. The intimacy means trust, communication. You see into me, I see into you. We kiss, we're passionate. So that's not just you On know. intimacy, physical level, is the most important the kiss. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, because there's people, you know, where you can hire a hooker and you're whatever, right? The kiss <laughs> is like... That's just what they do. You right? listen to all the single guys out there. <laughs> we are real and raw today on the show of Dragon Shit Crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's, who, that's who I am. That's what you get. So it can't be fake. It won't be fake. But yeah, and these are just pivotal moments in my, you know, my marriage where I was just like, you know, he knew it and I knew it. And then you just go along and then it's kind of like you have to just keep learning less until it's just shout shouting in your in your face and it is usually the women who right just uh okay and that's why i was like okay rochelle is going to get to know rochelle and i feel pretty pretty ready at this point you know the last and you've been divorced again or from him how long now oh well separated for a good two years um divorced finally for about uh 14 months now, almost 15 months. Yeah. So a total of three and a half years? Did I, is my math right or is that different or on our own? Yeah, actually, since I've touched him. <laughs> um, yeah, so I've been here in Arizona since August of 2017. Yeah, almost okay. three years. I guess almost three years, yeah. Wow, it's been that long. Mm -hmm. I'm solid. You know, I'm, I know what I'm, I know more than ever who I am, 
you know, uh, worked on myself a lot. Like I said, I always went from this to that to this to that. And I think sometimes you need a little break. <laughs> okay, so we're getting close to, I to like to keep to these around 45 minutes. Okay. Now, sure. we're going to, all right, we're going to start the second phase of this here. And All right. Okay. I want you to think of, all right, then, yeah. yeah, I want you, well, you're going to read a few sections okay, of Drag Your Shit Crazy toward the end of it. Okay. But I want you to also think of, okay, what is your, if you could wave a wand, what would that magic man be look for you? One of the three that you have there, you mean? No, just what would that magic uh, man be for you? How would he make you feel? Well, that's easy. Part of what I teach <laughs> is it doesn't, is like I said, your feelings come first and foremost, but go into her world first, always. Yeah. See, that's... Go between her ears and find out what she's thinking. But then, you know what? Uh, to just uh, represent the women for a minute, mm -hmm. we, I think the true goddesses, and we're going to talk mm -hmm. about that in a minute, are the ones that, that feel the same way about their man. Like, I want to please my man more than anything the one that i am we'll go with that in a minute you know what i'm saying okay so, yeah so we'll we're go gonna end it right there and we'll <laughs> all right we'll pick it off in a little bit so all right thank, thank you. you we're gonna go on to phase two here Thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode of Dragon Shit Crazy. If you have any questions or comments, go to our website at dragonshitcrazy.com and give us all your feedback or ask the questions you still might have. Share this podcast or the book with a friend and always remember we are in this whole wonderful life together, no matter what your gender is. Thanks for listening and we look forward to having you with us next time. Have a wonderful, fun day.